This is Anna Noob, episode four. Yes, it is episode yes. four. Yay, we've had a mi- we've hit a milestone. Let's have an entire episode about how we got to this point. <laughs> yeah, no, I just reached episode one hundred on my other podcast, and we kind of spent the last little bit of that episode talking about basically everything that led us up to actually, you know, reaching a hundred episodes in a podcast. So mm-hmm. that was. That was kind of nice to just sort of, I mean, it's probably not as interesting for listeners, although, I mean, I, you know, to be honest, I enjoy listening when podcasts start talking about their history a little bit. I think it's interesting. better. Yeah, exactly. And, and also my just, you know, and also I think it's good for podcasters to kind of take a moment to sit back and think about how far they've gotten and actually feel that they've, you know, accomplished something. Mm-hmm. You know, which is just really, you know, because, I mean, getting 100 episodes in, I mean, that's no mean feat, especially when you consider that each episode is well over two hours long, or almost all of them. That's so, that's so long. <laughs> it is, yeah. No, this podcast is never going to be that long. I can promise you that. Unless <laughs> we watch, like, a full season of Save the Moon. Well... Currently, we are limited by what's actually being released, so I don't think you have to worry about that. Bless you, Hulu. Bless you, indeed. Yep, this week, we're back to Sailor Moon, so we are... Conveniently, Nathan appears to be missing. (laughs) So we are going to be talking about Episode 5, A Monster's Scent, Shanella Steals Love. Episode 6... Um, protect the melody of love. Usabi is a Usagi is a Cupid. Um, episode seven. So you want to be a superstar slash um, Usagi learns a lesson. The role to stardom is tough. And then episode eight. Computer school blues slash is the genius girl a monster? A brainwashing brainwashing school of terror. So you've probably noticed that these titles are really weird, haven't you, James? So I don't think they don't do they translate them on Hulu. I believe they do. They should do. Maybe I just accept it as part yeah. of the craziness of the show. Yeah, I didn't this, realize it was made in '92. Yeah, it was. Like, what? That this is old. It's an old show. This yeah. is oh Jesus. I watched 22 years. Yeah, this is 22 years old. Uh-huh. But yeah, the thing that you'll notice if you ever watch any other. Um, toy animation shows is that they do this weird thing where they have like where usually it's like a sentence that's either an exclamation or a question followed by like a subtitle almost kind of thing except it's not a subtitle it's you know like for example Usagi learns a lesson and then the road to stardom is tough and that's kind of like a you know, it's like something like, you know, something to catch your eye and then something that explains it. But it's honestly, these are the studio <clears throat> toy animation is what I meant to say, are the only studio that I know of that do these weird titles. So oh, really? Yeah. All right. <laughs> One thing worth pointing out is episodes five and six were never aired in the U.S. So yet again, another set of episodes that are... Um, that were not aired originally. Now, what's interesting... I do not understand how they decided. Yeah, I mean, there's not much difference, is there? Well, the the weight one was <laughs> like the one is that why was that one aired? And then yeah, five was just fine. Six was just fine. 
Yeah, what's interesting is that really it's only the early episodes of the season that they don't, you know, that they don't, uh, that they didn't air some. Then mm. after that, there's um, after these two that weren't aired, there's really only two others in the entire rest of the season that aren't aired. It's just, I guess, they decided, let's get into the story faster. Might uh-huh. have been what they were trying to do, because episode eight was episode five in the, uh, you know, in the dub. And then we don't, and then everything after that, if you look at that, you've got some, I don't know, the next one that you don't get is, um, uh, well, for one, the next, the episode 20, which is a beach episode. Ah, I can't wait for that, but don't spoil it. (laughs) Yeah, no, I haven't seen it either. That one was never released. And then the one after that, let's see, Mm, and the one after that is, um, is a back flashback story for one of the for um one of the characters that is yet to come yeah don't spoil that either yeah so uh, yeah this week is kind of where we're getting to the point where the series is going to be a little more interesting for um first time viewers i think yep uh because you know because the thing is that yeah episodes like the first seven episodes were entirely usagi just on her own and she's not exactly the best solitary character. You know? No. Well, when we get to episode seven, I have some comments about that. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and um, start off with episode five, shall we? Yeah. And so, uh, basic um, plot summary, folks, um, totally not stolen from Wikipedia, is that Usagi decides she wants Luna to be her pet. But Shingo is afraid of cats. Pussy. Um, and then there's a... I'm pretty sure that wasn't on Wikipedia. <laughs> it should be. It could be. I could make it so. Fix it. <laughs> Just like edit it. But Shingo is afraid of cats. Parentheses. What a pussy. Close <laughs> parentheses. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, yeah, that wouldn't last very long. Nope. You know, I've only edited a Wikipedia page once. And it was... um. You'll, you'll probably laugh about this, but it was when I was reading through the pyromancy um, page on Wikipedia. The pyromancy page. Yeah, I was just like, you know what? I'm g- you know what? There's a bunch of other car- people. from. I'm going to you know, add a bunch of other examples of people that use fire. Oh, my. It ended up getting edited back, but I think some of the characters I put on there stuck around. But Pretty sure there should be an Annie new wiki. They should. Trying to describe what anime is. It'd be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Go for it. I'm not doing it. it I'm not wasting time with that. Yeah. I'm enjoying just visiting about this instead. <laughs> yeah. So, with this episode, I mean, was there anything that. I mean, I mean, we already kind of touched on this, but this being one of the episodes that was um, cut from the dub, can you think of anything that would have caused that to happen? No. No? Did my... So this... I feel like this episode was very another just kind of retread. Steal human energy. Woo. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, that's her probably... Her family drives me crazy. Oh, really? Her parents? <laughs> like, who... Who thought this was a good idea? <laughs> well, yeah, her parents are... Yeah. I mean, it does make it so that she can go fight things easier, and I have a better time believing that it is 
Though at the same time, it is kind of a lazy way to get them out of the story. It's true. Because, you know, that is one of the problems that you run into a lot with a lot of YA fiction is Mm -hmm. if the character has parents, they need to be involved. But since the story isn't about the parents, they need to not be involved because it has to focus on the kids. So how do you have the parents not be involved and not have them seem like terrible parents? Enter the parents seem like terrible parents. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a little I'm bit. judgy because I'm not a parent. Yeah. <laughs> Although I do, I do, I do think her mom. I do still think her mom from episode one was hilarious. Just yeah, like locking well, her I, out of the house. <laughs> I was just like, they're like, well, you kids just work it out with you know the pet situation. Yeah. Are you serious? It the is. <laughs> yeah. This is definitely um, a show that is meant to be watched from a teenage and younger perspective because I mean as I approach the dreaded 3-0 I find myself um, thinking more in terms of all teenagers are scumbags I root for the parents mm-hmm. you know because I've even, I've even gotten to the point where I, can under, where I can kind of understand and forgive some of my dad's harsher behavior when I was a kid mm-hmm. you know but Still, at the same, yeah, at the same time. Well, this this episode, I was like a little bit like, "Come on, parents, you're making yeah. Papa Bear look good on the Bernstein Bears." <laughs> yeah, it it's very. I think it's meant to be. I mean, it's meant to be played for laughs, and so we're not meant to that's, think about it too much. Really, that's the hard thing about the show. I feel like Usagi is meant to be played for laughs, but I want to take her seriously because mm-hmm. she's a superhero character of a TV show. Yeah. It's I just have a really hard time not taking her seriously. Taking her seriously, which is really ridiculous considering the show. Yeah. I think part of the I think part of the thing is that the story the series isn't funny enough to be um, you know, to be a comedy. Right. You know what I mean? It's still, I mean, it has funny moments in it, and there are plenty of series that can have funny moments and still have serious moments, but this one doesn't quite treat the comedy properly, you know, for that to work. You know, it's a fine balance to jump between here's the characters being comedic and here's the serious moment. Mm-hmm. And some series can do it, but usually, yeah. It's a fine line to tread, and I don't think this series is quite funny enough to really pull off to get us to the point where we can forgive a lot of the character. Um, I feel like flaws. Um, that okay. Avatar: The Last Airbender <laughs> uh, was a good example of being able to pull off comedy, mm-hmm. but also serious. And and I think what what helped there was the fact that the characters were. F- funny but at the same time they were when it was time to be serious it worked you know like the characters are you know it's like they basically you could divide the characters in half have them in an all comedy show or have them in an all serious show and they would they would still work they'd still feel like a complete rounded character just with half of their personality you know, yep. with Usagi, part of the problem is that she, too much of her character is meant to be a joke. Yeah. That, and it's not a necessarily very funny joke. 
So it makes it very difficult for us to be able to take the funny, mo the serious moments seriously, you know? Because yeah. a lot of time she, when she's fighting is spent running around screaming and crying and whatnot, which is, an in which is definitely a good idea, an interesting idea, but I don't think it's quite executed properly. Well, I'm, I'm curious to see what the reboot will look like. Yeah, it will definitely be a lot shorter for one. Yeah. yeah, the manga is a lot more streamlined. I'll tell you that. Uh -huh. yep, so this episode isn't this the first time that Tuxedo Mask doesn't save her? I believe so. Let's see the other ones. Let's see uh, the weight loss <laughs> one. He saved her. Because um, I think in this one she said something like, "This is when Tuxedo Mask always comes and saves me." And then he doesn't show up. And then he doesn't show up. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, thank you, finally." That is actually kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. He's so happy that she. Uh, yeah. Had to step up on mm. Yeah, it definitely does show how difficult it is to balance a balance a character stepping up to serious events while yeah. at the same time still being a re, you know feeling like a real teenage kid that is being dragged into something that is she's way over her head in. Exactly. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, on the one hand, you want competent characters. But you don't want to start suddenly have like this teenager find out that oh and there's monsters are real and you have to fight them and suddenly they're a badass monster slayer. That I mean, you know, the competency is there and that's enjoyable, but at the same time it doesn't feel realistic. It's more like a this is where you wanna get to. Mm. But then you kinda feel like a lot of times some series spend too much time on the this character is not competent. Like, they stretch it out too much, you know? There's a fine... Everything in stories is about balance. There's a fine balance between having them showing the characters as incompetent and then growing in competency to the point where they're a badass monster fighter versus spending far too much time on them when they're not competent. Mm -hmm. And then having them... And then, you know, having the, having the viewers hate the character because it's, you know, they don't spend enough time actually being badass and i mean that is yet to come but still this early on in the uh process i think it doesn't i think what here's what i think why it's why it may feel like too much time is being spent with usagi as an incompetent character is the fact that it is a monster of the week show mm. you know by this point she is by by episode by the end of episode five, she has fought five monsters. Now and defeated them all. Yeah. Now well, I mean, you know, well, yeah. But I mean, in general, I mean, if it were me, I'd like to think after five monster deaths, I'd probably start thinking, you know what? I think I can do this. You well, know, I think. I think in episode six, she's. Hmm getting better yeah let's <clears throat> yeah let's talk about episode six so so you know i i think this one was not in america why her adult costume was so <laughs> hypersexualized. well yeah that would be a well especially for the fact that this series was licensed in 1995 so uh -huh. there's no chance and at the same time, you kind of have to think, wait, how did this series come over at all? Because, I mean, they're fighting in in miniskirts. Mm -hmm. So you'd think that that would be, I don't know. Honestly, 
if you if you want to see something funny, um, you should look up the Nostalgia Critics review of the uh, of um, Sailor Moon. It's it's kind of funny because uh, he brings up the whole fact that the characters are all fourteen year old fourteen years old and they're wearing mini skirts and stuff. And there's a moment where he, you know, where he addresses the fact that a couple years ago he put Sailor Moon on his hottest animated women list. And it's his excuse is kind of funny. Oh dear. So, yeah, it's you should. Does she get older by the end of this? Don't tell me. I don't want any spoilers. Well, this is mo- it's hardly a spoiler. Time passed. La 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 la. Spoilers. La la la. <laughs> you know, but I think by the end of the series, they're like sixteen, seventeen, or something like that. So, <laughs> well, pa- still not old. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're in Japan, apparently it is. I believe. Yeah, I don't know. I know that the age of consent is um, lower in Japan. Oh, I does not so. be wearing those outfits. <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever old enough to wear those outfits well, and fight adult, monsters. An adult can choose whatever they want. But well, yeah, but if you're gonna fight monsters, yeah. So, but yeah, and yeah. So this one, yeah, this was the first time we that we get to see that she can transform herself into like a. Um, you know, a human. Ah, dang it. Into an adult is what I meant. Yeah, didn't she turn herself into another human? You mean an adult? Yeah. Was that on the weight loss one? I can't remember. She or, no, herself. it was the radio station one. That's what it was. Yeah. You know, to get into the radio station. Yeah. Although it's kind of interesting how they never really explain um, what the limitation of her, tra- of her um, you know... Um, transformation pen is. I think that's just because you like Brandon Sanderson. <laughs> well, yeah. But, you know, you just kind of feel like, you know, you probably should mention something along the lines of you can only use it to disguise yourself in human form. You can't turn yourself into Godzilla and destroy all the monsters. That would be awesome. That would have been a much, that'd be a much better show. No, I lie. It would have been a much different show. Yeah. But still very awesome. I, I feel like there has been no explanation about how anything works. Not, not I, really. I think it's interesting because you get Luna like hinting at there's you know, there's other problems going on. We need to be focused, but Luna hasn't told us anything about what's going to actually happen. Part of that is because um, what you're experiencing right now is how um, how certain anime adaptations of manga have to stretch things out. <laughs> Excuse me. And you end up, you do end up with a lot of filler, mm-hmm. and you end up with a lot of concepts being stretched out much longer than they should be, really. And I think that's why we're getting a lot of shows like, um, you know, the new show of um, <clears throat> of Sailor Moon that's coming out in July, uh-huh. and why there's also a, a dra- why Dragon Ball Z Kai exists, which is basically Dragon Ball Z, but with all the filler taken out. And all the oh, really? and all the little extra little things that were done to extend the runtime taken out. So, hmm. basically, more close, more closely following the manga. And so, I think that's well. Just remember, kids, if you want the real stuff, you read it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and go listen to my manga podcast. But, yeah, that's, yeah, that's. I mean, that's kind of one. Of, that's one of the problems ultimately that you'll run into with a lot of anime. Is that it? Just they so often a lot of the problems that people complain about are problems of adaptation. Um, mm-hmm. Think of and 
season of Sailor Moon as one of the Hobbit movies. Oh dear. You I gotta, haven't seen them yet. <laughs> well, you gotta play they gotta play for time. When it's a single movie, it seems more egregious, but if you imagine sitting down and watching all of Sailor Moon in one go, suddenly all the padding feels a lot more sinful, shall we say. Sinful. Yeah, it... Yeah. And, but, you know, as we get on, we'll, we'll talk about some other series as well that weren't based on manga, because anime based on manga is definitely one of those ones where it can be good, but there are issues that you will run into, such as excessive use of filler. That's honestly why whenever I hear someone, a fan of Avatar The Last Airbender, complaining about filler episodes like The Great Divide, I just sit there thinking, I was like, oh, you sweet summer child, you have no idea what actual filler is. <laughs> this was a series that was told beginning to end and all the p- episodes belo- are where they belong. You have not experienced actual filler. Filler is in the land of anime, and I... I accept nothing else as filler. If it's not anime, it's not filler. So, Except the Hobbit, apparently. Well, that one. There's there's reasons for the extra stuff to be in there, but we don't need to go into that. <laughs> and, oh crap, I forgot my bana- banana at work. That's random. Sorry, I just remembered. And, uh, geez. Oh, well. I'm not going in to get it. Forget that. <laughs> Maybe it will still be there when I get there on Monday. <laughs> or did I bring it? No, I think I left it. I'm pretty sure I left it. Oh well. Anyway, uh, yeah. Did you have anything else you wanted to mention about episode um, six? Um, I liked that she was finally stepping up. You know, mm-hmm. her game. Although it was, you know, for a boy that she had a crush on. It was like <laughs> really. Well, let's be fair. Let's be fair. She's 14, I know. Exactly, you know, I mean... This is made in 92. Yeah. People have crushes when they're 14, regardless of their gender. It's not sexist, even though you didn't bring that word up, but that's been on my mind a lot. But nonetheless, it's not sexist for a teenage, 14-year-old girl to have a crush. Yeah. It's... I don't know why they don't have more shows where 14-year-old boys have crushes. Honestly, I find it more unrealistic whenever you have all these action shows with, like... 16-year-old, 17-year-old kids going around and doing cool fighting and stuff, and yet they never notice girls. And I'm just thinking, huh. That's not me. This makes no sense. I mean, I mean, come on, dude. You literally have a chick with giant breasts that is practically throwing herself at you, and you don't notice. You are not a teenager. You are a 35-year-old man in a teenager's body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe 25-year-old man. <laughs> I don't know. If a chick with giant breasts were throwing herself at me when I was 25, I would have noticed. Back in the day. <laughs> Back in the day. The <laughs> the yonder years of two years ago. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but n- nonetheless, like I said, I mean, I actually prefer it when characters have crushes in shows when they're teenagers because it makes more sense. It just happens to be that the shows aimed at girls seem to actually do that, while the shows aimed at boys don't bother, because I guess they're still running on the girls have cooties mentality. Assumption, yeah. Yeah, which is which is silly, but nonetheless, uh, let's see, shall we talk about episode 7? So 7? Mm-hmm. I loved that um, Luna, I felt like, was finally getting a character. Mm. I remember sending you a text when I was watching it, and I'm like, I'm actually laughing out loud right I now. Do re- yeah, I do remember that one. My, that was hilarious. 
Yeah, it was. She's just cracking me up, and it's like, oh, finally, Luna's like, yeah, oh, she's had it. You know, we've mm. killed six monsters, and you are just being a pest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's kind of what um, I I kind of get the feeling that that's why this one, why those other two episodes were cut, why three out of the first. Seven, seven episodes were cut because this was episode four in the original um dub of it, uh-huh. the English dub. So, which I think probably gave it a much better flow overall. So I just I still cannot believe they <laughs> didn't cut out some of the other ones. Yeah, like I liked the I would have picked the three that they cut out as the ones to keep in and cut out the talk radio and Slim City. Yeah, I can I can definitely see that. But yeah. But anyway. So yeah, how do you how do you feel about the <clears throat> the obsession, the focus on the obsession of becoming famous? Well, it's it's you know something we've seen a thousand times, right? Oh yeah. It's like eh, nothing new. But I was really glad that Luna finally lost it with her. <laughs> yeah. It's like finally, because you know I've been feeling a little frustrated with her. And it was actually this episode where it's like. I can see the yeah. show turning into a guilty pleasure eventually. Yeah, <laughs> a very guilty pleasure, I might yeah, say. Yeah, that's fine. Everyone's allowed one, or yeah. a thousand. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> All my pleasures are guilty. Exactly. Yeah. It, but I did, I really liked the, the, that Luna finally feels like a real character, and mm. that, you know, somebody finally is going to tell Usagi, hey, it's not okay to just be a wimp anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you gotta step it up here. Yeah, well, at the same time, you do kind of feel like, well, I mean, she was kind of just dropped into it without a choice. But still, sure. you know, you're just thinking, okay, look, you have literally murdered six monsters. I think you'll be fine. Yeah. It'd be like, I mean, yeah, heck, imagine if, let's say, for example, um, oh, what's a, what's a good character? Example. Give um, me some uh, details for this poor character. Well, let's say for well, let's say for example, if let's say you start off, start Spider Man off, okay, and oh. he's fighting, you know, he's fighting villains, and he's a, but he's still a little worried because you know, he's a bad example. He's a badass from the beginning, but let's say for example, he decides, oh hey, at the beginning, he's like, oh, I need a protect people, but it's scary because I don't want to get hurt even though I have these powers. And let's imagine that's how he started out back when he first began. And now imagine he was, imagine he was still behaving the same way now. Well, he would be on TV. Yeah, that would be, yeah, that would be kind of awful. <laughs> so, yeah, so it is definitely about high time, seven episodes a little late, that Luna decides, okay, look, you need to stop acting like a wimp and, you know, actually do your thing. Yep. And so what I also find interesting with this one is we, now that we've gotten a couple episodes in, it's definitely very obvious to notice that there is, each episode has a kind of a theme going on. Mm-hmm. Which, well, um... I can see now how the American version had, like, I heard they had, like, a little moral at the end of each episode. Yeah, they did. It was like, oh, it's pretty easy to write a moral for, you know, every yeah. single episode. You basically take what the episode was trying to say in the first place and just make it obvious. Yeah. Which is a little insulting I, to the intelligence of American kids, but... Yeah, as well. I do like, on um, the beginning, it's such a weird opening to, like, get a, like, preview trailer, almost, at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. That, but I did like how Soggy, like, when she 
when she's going on her rants and mm. getting like her rant, like especially in episode five, and she's like, "You've made little pets into horrible monsters." I'm so angry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's entertaining. Yeah, it, that, speaking of the you know the that kind of like trailer thing, you should try watching the beginning of the anime X 1999 because the entire first episode is basically a trailer for everything to come set to epic music. Oh, my. And it's like, I remember the first time I watched it, and I'm just like, did I miss something? I don't know what's going on. And then I, I watched, hate that feeling. Yeah. And then I watched the actual show, and I start thinking, you know what, maybe I'll just watch the first episode again. It basically shows everything, but set to nonstop epic music. Oh, my. Seriously, the soundtrack for X1999 is amazing. I'll have to have you listen to it sometime. But, all right. Time for episode eight, and finally the introduction of another character. I was so happy. Mm-hmm. I can't even tell you happy. I sound not happy at all. Just I'm tired. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it's just like, oh, finally we get another sailor person. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a friend that wrote like it wasn't really fanfic, but it was almost like a spinoff, oh. I guess. Or, like, a reboot, or I don't know. Like, she took the characters and remade them in, like, her own characters. Yeah. But, like, in the first two or three chapters, is introduced to the whole team. Hmm. And so, like, watching Sailor Moon going, where's all the other girls? I thought there was, like, five of them. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah, there are. There are. They, we get, what's kind of nice is that we get introduced to, um, get introduced to Amy, um, like you know, it takes eight episodes, but then um, the next uh, next character Ray will be appearing in episode ten, and so it's like you know, <laughs> you're looking you're looking at the plot summaries, <laughs> but you know it's like so it's like you know you get the one episode, get the get the third one, and then after that, I think uh, when when's the next one? How many girls are there? Five. Five. Five of the main group, but you've kind of got like you know the. The main, you know, you've got like the main three that um kind of they um they kind of like form like you know they're the first three so they're focused on. We don't get introduced to the next one until episode twenty five after oh, that. Wow. So that's gonna be a long wait for me because when I was a kid, Sailor Jupiter was always my favorite one. Oh, we're going to see her to like the end twenty five episodes, yeah, <laughs> dude. The season is like. 48 episodes long. Oh, I thought it was shorter. No, no. It's shorter. It's like a, a long watch. Yeah. yeah, it is. But it's just... Sh- yeah, it's shorter than... um, You know, it's shorter than, uh, than, you know, you think when you think of Sailor Moon. But yeah, it's twice as long as your average anime season. But let's see. Uh, and then after that... Uh, what happens? How long does it take after that? There we go. And then the and then the fifth one is introduced in episode thirty-three. So you know you kind of were kind of with Amy and then Ray, who we'll be talking about next time we talk about this. Uh, you kind of you know you get that get the trio and they kind of form the core team more or less mm-hmm. at first, and so you get the most time with them. Yeah. And so so you know we'll. Have a chance to get to know them, shall we say? But well, I liked Amy. She's a fun character. I mean, she's, she's a nice foil to <laughs> Usagi. 
Yeah, she's smart. She's quiet. She's smart. <laughs> Works I feel hard. like she'll be able to calm Usagi down somewhat. Yeah. Yeah, she's definitely... Hope she, so? Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. She definitely is kind of an underrated character at times, it feels like. I mean, I know a lot of people like her, but at the same time, just because she's the quiet character, she kind of, you know, can fade to the background sometimes, as quiet people tend to do from time to time. But, yeah. So she's definitely... Out of all my characters, honestly, I'm thinking she's probably my second favorite character of the bunch. Mm. Overall, just, you know, honestly, what I'm doing this in terms of, I usually, a lot of times, I'll decide my favorite characters in terms of which character, if they were real people, which one would I actually like to hang around. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and so, like, for example, I don't like... I think I have, like, a rule. <laughs> that's kind of the a lot well if there's no other reason I mean there are obviously other factors that will go into it but a lot of times I'll think okay would I enjoy be, being around this character and you kind of think about it as like Usagi uh no and then you compare Amy and it's like okay she'd be quiet I you know honestly that's all I ask for in a person just that they're not too loud all the time so yeah I don't know how we're friends then <laughs> mm. I like to talk from time to time, but then you go away, and I can have some peace and quiet. That's true. Yeah. And so, yeah, but, you know, in general, I'd say she's probably my second favorite character overall. So this was so this was fun, seeing her introduction. It's like, honestly, yeah, I mean, I know, basically know the characters. I've seen episodes here and there from later seasons, but never really watched their introductions Except uh-huh. for the abridged series, which is which is a fun show, a series to watch. But is that hmm? the abridged series of Sailor Moon? Yeah, there's an abridged series of Sailor Moon. They got quite far, but I think they ended up stopping after a while when the abridged series um stuck. You know, when the abridged series bubble popped. Was it? Is is the same people that made this one, or is it a like a third series? Oh, no, no, this is a fan-made series. Oh, it's a fan-made series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a, you know, a bridge series. They just, fans take it, make funny, jo- make jokes about it, and then... Oh, oh, yeah, you were telling about this. I'm still new to this whole thing. Yeah. And I've been in geek culture for how many years? Yeah, you should take, well, yeah, a bridge series are really more of an anime thing, because you can't really do it with live action, because it's it'd be way too hard to, you know, to edit uh-huh. Um, live action because the lip, there's no way to make it funny and have the lip flaps match while with anime and it's well and car- western cartoons as well but you don't get as many abridged series for um, from that it's mostly just anime but just because of the way with anime it's a lot easier because the lip flaps aren't you know aren't really even in Japanese they aren't kept specific it's more just generic you know they don't ever spend too much time trying to get it to match the way someone would actually be speaking. Right. And so rather than, you know, actually having the mouth change shape, it's more just open mouth, closed mouth. But, you know, to keep make, keep things simpler, which mm. really works in its advantage, I think. So, but yeah, so episode eight, 
It was about computers, and then it introduced one of the new characters. It was about computers. Yeah, those computers. I forgot how old. Oh jeez. I was like, oh yeah, I remember using floppies. Whoa. Oh yeah, computers back in the day. Oh jeez. <laughs> old Oregon Trail on those apples. Oh man, yeah. Uh, I didn't even have that. I played like what was it, Questmaster or something. That's that game was. Yeah, that was not a game that ever took off, but it was a entertaining, but at the same time, it got to a point where it was impossibly hard to beat. That just there were certain enemies that I just couldn't get past, so <laughs> it fell by the wayside. Yeah. But, all right, yeah. Did you have any? So, so far, you're eight episodes in. Um, has your opinion of the series changed from the first four episodes? Yeah, I like it better. <laughs> yeah, I think it's because I. I kind of can accept it now for what it is. Okay, fair enough. It's like, well... <laughs> Had that initial shock is out of the initial way. Initial shock of like... So I've heard of this thing called anime, but whoa. <laughs> yeah, whoa indeed. And then now it's like, well, I'm kind of expecting the monster of the week, and I'm expecting Usagi to be obnoxious. And so when something funny happens, like Luna, mm-hmm. episode seven, it's like, oh... Well, that was nice. <laughs> welcome. So I much Go ahead. lower expectations mm. now. Eh, okay. Yeah, welcome to the secret for enjoying anime. <laughs> lower your expectations. Lower your expectations so that when something good happens, you're flabbergasted. Oh, also, actually watch the right shows. That usually tends to help. <laughs> That's true. Well, and after Time of Eve, I'm kind of like... Yeah. It's really hard to, like... I mean, I still do this, but lumping all anime together, yeah, it's like, well, we actually lump all of the American TV shows in one category. Okay, good, good, yeah. So, obviously, I can't do that, but I, I still do. I'm not, you know, over that. <laughs> well, yeah, but you're getting there. I mean, I'm almost thinking we may as <laughs> we may as well stop the stop the podcast now. Mission accomplished. Oh dear. <laughs> now I just need to get another person that does that with anime. Because yeah, I think that's what a lot of times you know, anytime someone says how all anime is the same, they really need to actually sit down and watch a couple shows, you know. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you can't judge something without experiencing it. Maybe you can um, form a preliminary opinion for your own, you know, for your own sake about something. Like, you know, if you look at, say, for example, uh, the movie Divergent, okay? You look at it and you say, okay, this style is reminiscent of Twilight. Um, Well... A little bit. I mean, it's... That's why, so sure. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I mean, actually, it's a little closer to, um, you know, to the Hunger Games. And if you yourself did not enjoy the Hunger Games, you can start to think, okay, I did not enjoy the Hunger Games. This looked like looks a bit like the Hunger Games. I think it's probably not going to be all that great. You know, just mm. personal opinions for your own sake so that you can decide what you're going to, you know, what media you're going to consume. But you, sh- the problem is that a lot of people try to pass themselves off as people with reviewer-level opinions on yes. anime without ever yeah. having seen any or only having seen, like, a couple episodes of Pokemon. I mean, seriously, what would have happened if we had have started this, seri- this podcast out with you watching Pokemon Origins and then you stopped? Ugh. Exactly. That was, that was rough. You know, I mean, and then you watch Time of... E- um, time of- Eve, and suddenly you're just thinking, oh, 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, I can see this. I think at this point I still would go seek out anime. Right. Because the style is... In, this is another generality. Now we've just talked about it. Yeah. It is very different from Western... Mm. Uh, animation, yeah. Animation, maybe like Western structure. Story structure, uh, yeah. You know, story structure. It's different. It and is. I probably wouldn't go seek it out mm-hmm. on my own, but I have enjoyed kind of... Yeah. You know, and that's... Getting a new perspective on stuff. Yeah, and that's... I mean, that's kind of the thing, is that... You, honestly, I kind of... When I look at fiction, I look at the entire spectrum, including everything, and I think, okay, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. So I want to see people fighting with swords, okay? I can look at everything and I say, okay, there's... um. There's this movie, there's these anime shows, there's these books and whatnot. And I can decide, okay, I'll watch these based on what I want to see. Mm-hmm. And so that's honestly, I think, find a better way for people to approach media. Don't, you know, don't disregard all anime just because you don't like a, you know, you don't like guys punching each other a lot. You know, okay, there's other shows to watch. Mm-hmm. If you do like guys punching each other a lot, then, you know, watch that. <laughs> if you like guys punching each other a lot and you don't like, you know, sappy romantic stories, you, you don't have to go out and watch all the the anime shows aimed at, you know, that are all romance, you know. Just because you like one anime doesn't necessarily mean you have to like all anime. Mm-hmm. Just like you know, liking one, liking the Looney Tunes doesn't mean you have to be a fan of, say, uh, Flapjack, you know. <laughs> or just because you like Batman the Animated Series doesn't mean you have to enjoy the X Men cartoon. You know what I mean? That is what I hate about Netflix. <laughs> it's okay. And Facebook too. Yeah. Hey, you love the Marvel movies. You would like the DC movies. No, I don't. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> the DC, yeah, the Facebook Which, and no Netflix. Thanks, you know. Well, I know, but... I, everyone can like the DC movies. I just haven't been particularly fond of them as of late. Yeah, the thing, well, the, you know, and I mean, the thing is that it's kind of funny how bad the uh, Netflix and Facebook advertising program or whatever is... <laughs> when it thinks that someone watching a lot of Marvel means they'll enjoy DC. I mean, well, really I know now. a lot of people do cross over. Well, yeah. I mean, honestly, I think it's healthy to cross over. It gives you more material to enjoy. Because mm-hmm. that's the way I usually approach it. Except every once in a while I'll find myself thinking, oh, wait, I'm more of a DC guy. But that's only because Batman. It has yeah. Batman. I read other DC comics because they may have Batman. <laughs> It's like, oh, hey, look, this Green Lantern book. I shall read it because Batman is in the beginning. Yeah. And so... I think that's also, like, to say someone likes anime. Mm-hmm. Well, do I like cartoons? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I like some cartoons. Yeah, I think the thing with a lot of anime fans is that a lot of times you'll have anime fans that are of the opinion that because you are an anime fan, you must like all anime. Or because you are an anime fan, you must like a broad spectrum of anime. You gotta, you, if you want to be a proper anime fan, you've got to watch the, uh, the action shows. You've got to watch the slice-of-life shows. You've got to watch the comedies. You've got to watch the romances and so on. And 
it's just, it seems like such an odd thing to do because I'm thinking, that, but that's not how enjoyment of media works, you know? You're not, I, I don't, you know, I like movies, therefore I need to watch every movie. No, I like movies where people, where superheroes are punching each other. Doesn't mean I want to go watch the BBC adaptation of Pride and Prejudice. Although Which that I is like quite... That. Yeah, it is fun. I remember watching it with my mom, and I enjoyed it. But you That's know, so I, watch it too. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, saying someone, like you know, saying someone likes anime, therefore they must like multiple kinds of anime, is the same as saying, oh, you like the Avengers, so you must enjoy Twenty Two Dr- Jump Street because they are both filmed with real people. Made in Hollywood. I bet Avengers will have a little more animation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, yeah. so it's like, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's so weird, the concept of an anime fan. I've never really, I mean, for a while I was thinking of myself as an anime fan, but then I started realizing, hey, there's some pretty kick-a animated shows coming out in the West as well, like Avatar The Last Airbender, um, you know, uh, Young Justice and so on and other ones that I can't think of right now. But Legend of Korra. Legend of Korra, um, Adventure Time, etc. <laughs> yeah. You know what the etc. is. <laughs> yep. But, you know, so it's like, and then I started deciding, okay, I'm more of an animation fan. But then at the same time, I'm thinking, okay, I don't like all animation because certain animation doesn't look good or something. Yeah, like you that. always complain about the Clone Wars and it never has bothered me. Yeah, I know. It's like, well, it's a CG animation. I'm like, that's not what I'm into here, but... You know, it's just, I think it's better, I think the problem that a lot of people make is they think of anime as a genre, mm. which it really isn't. It's an art style. Well, I have, always. Well, yeah, but... Until, yeah. Yeah, but then you realize how varied it is, and you're like, it's not, you know, because, I mean, anime is not a genre. Anime has genres in it. Sci-fi, yeah. fantasy, action, adventure, romance, comedy, but... It's, that's what, that's, I mean, that is the point. They're just in these few episodes, we are on episode four here. Four here. On our podcast, yes. Yes, of our podcast. And already you're seeing that it's not, you know, there's, there's a variety. There's episodic anime that's made for girls. There's badly made <laughs> abbreviations of a multiple-hour game anime. Oh. By the way, get, get used to those. <laughs> there's a lot of those. Oh, no. There's, um, there's very well-made, very, very, well very artful anime out there. You know, there's a wide variety of different shows that you can watch, so chances are, honestly, I do find that there are there is an anime for everyone. Well, we're still looking for mine. We're still looking for it, but I do firmly believe there is an anime for everyone. Yeah. That doesn't mean you have to be an anime fan to enjoy it. Yeah. You can you can enjoy One Piece and not watch any other anime. You I can have to say I am scared to <laughs> get to a comedy. Oh dear, yeah. We'll, like, we'll, oh, I'm I'm scared. We'll find we'll find a good one for you. Yeah. It'll probably end up being Azumanga Daio, but yeah, that totally means everything to me, man. It's it's good. It's it's one of Nathan's favorite manga, honestly. So, but yeah, nonetheless, I think in the end, 
that this is kind of the purpose of this podcast is I mean on the one hand it's funny to take someone that doesn't know much about anime and have them be all oh my goodness I had no idea what I was getting into you know that's con- that's funny you know yeah. but at the same time the ulterior motive of this podcast is for me to force James to watch anime that I dictate to finally find the show that he likes you know and I think it'll happen, hopefully. What? I'm hoping it'll happen. It should. I mean, it's impossible for you not to find something you like. And I mean, that's ultimately what I'm, why I'm hoping people that listen to this aren't just anime fans, because in that case, I'm preaching to the choir here. What I'm yeah. hoping for this podcast ultimately to be is something for people that don't like anime, that don't know about anime, that despise anime... Just kind of give them the experience of someone that starts off not knowing anything about anime and then learning about different kinds of anime and then hopefully finding that show that is for him. Mm. And hopefully that happens. Maybe it won't. I mean, there's a lot of anime out there and we could probably be searching for a long time, but we may not find something that you enjoy um, or that you, well, or we may not find something that you consider your favorite show. Right. And so, but, and that's fine. It's all just part of the experiment. Well, and I hope there are some anime fans out there listening so they can start telling people about telling it. Yes, please. Telling, no, telling me what to watch that I'm going to love. <laughs> yeah, there would, yeah, that would be useful. <laughs> and whoever made that Star Wars anime on YouTube, oh. I would like to watch that. Yes, please, please make, make it. Make that show. Yeah, see, this is that is what we could have gotten if they hadn't have fallen in love with Gendy Tartakovsky's art style for so long. I liked it, but so yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I am. Well, there's one thing. I guess some we could try out some of the Marvel anime shows. Oh yeah, I forgot they had those, huh? I've heard they're not actually very good, so this may actually be more a, more of a comedic episode of you be going why <laughs> than actually enjoying it. Yeah, but I know there was uh, let's see, there was Blade, there was Iron Man, Wolverine, X Men, and I think there's like Iron Man: Rise of Technovore. There's like a movie yeah, that I haven't seen. seen. So, but yeah, nonetheless, I think. I think we're at a good part to kind of cut it off for this week. Did you have anything you wanted yeah. to add? You good to go? I'm good to go. How about you? I am good I can to say go. That I have to admit, it is one of those guilty pleasures from my teenage years. You know, nostalgia really does color stuff. It does. It also may change the proportions of some of the characters in my oh teenage mind. Oh where dear. I look at it now and I'm like, oh boy, I was a perverted teenager. Oh. Or in other words, I was a teenager. Yes. So horrible yeah. time of life. Oh jeez, <laughs> it hasn't ended yet. <laughs> oh no, but yeah. So we still don't have a way to end this. I mean, what'd be a good way to end these episodes? Well, we'll see you next Monday. <laughs> yes, yes, we will. And never forget that no matter what it is you love, anime has something for you. As long as you, yeah. yeah. As long as you're able to like ignore that. the tropes. As long as you ignore the tropes. Because seriously, anime is burdened by some very specific tropes that will That's drive true. you crazy. So that is the one thing that I can think of that would cause people to be, you know, to never watch anime if they can't stand the mo- the modern anime tropes. 
that I could understand. It, yeah. Re- watching new shows can be kind of hard sometimes. But anyway, that is that, and we will end the episode there. We'll see you all next week. See ya.